Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we coming from a basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to an all-star episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined by the fan-voted starter, Eric Wayne. Eric, how's it going? I'm terrific, but we all know that I'm not that popular. I'm not even close to that popular. Yeah, it's a good thing we didn't put it to a vote between you and Emily, because quite frankly, I have a feeling that she probably would have gotten the vote. I could partner with all of the National League teams and still not got voted in before Emily. How do you feel about that? That's It's kind of an interesting like new phenomenon. I'm not quite so sure how to feel. I like that we didn't uh, get on board with the Yankees, because that would just have been disgusting. But I was going to bring that up, but it was a solid shutdown. Yeah, we weren't. The problem is we weren't the first to make it. Somebody else had shut them down prior. I want to say maybe the twins or something. Yeah. So pause. You know, you got to get your your decline in there earlier. So look, we look like we're the funny ones. Anything after Brand Torino is all is all over. <laughs> the Brandonage Victor Reno. What's his first name? So Shane Shane, Shane Victorino. Anything after that is is done. Is done. He, he, Didn't we vote in Victor one year? We tried to vote in Victor one year. There was some cute appeal with Victor's kid. You remember that? I do. I don't. I don't really like that. I feel like when 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 that's going on, all I see is hashtag vote for this guy. I don't care about just over yep. and over and over again. You know, it's just another way to extract money, to extract eyeballs, and therefore sponsorship money from insurance or you know whatever the sponsor is. Well, this one just took a, a very cynical turn. All right, let's yeah. get back. <laughs> That's not what this, this show usually does. Um, so we have two Tigers that are all-stars, Justin Upton, Michael Fulmer. Um, obviously, Fulmer is well all-star worthy. Were you a little surprised that Justin got the call? A little. A little. But he was only added after, what, somebody was hurt or something. Did he replace – did he take Fulmer's spot? No, I think he How did that work? maybe took Mookie Betts' spot. No, Mookie's still oh. there. No, it was it was an outfielder. Oh, it's Mike Trout. Very oh. similar players. 
<laughs> right. Um, is yeah. it is it kind of funky that Fulmer is not is voted in and goes, but there's zero chance he'll pitch. Yeah, he actually was replaced, I think, by Brandon Kinsler, maybe of the of the Twins. I like that that Upton's going to be there, so we have like one active body in uniform there. So it's not we're not well, just that's... completely shut out, but. Yeah, that's how it was for years. Is that still the rule that every team gets somebody? Yeah, yeah. I like that. See, everybody besmirches baseball. Just take the best players. No. You know, baseball is a little bit of a regional sport. If I'm watching the All-Star game, I want to see my guy in my uniform at least walk up along the line and be recognized so I see my uniform. Are you bummed that Fulmer's not going to take the hill? Just out of curiosity? No. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not really because I... 100 percent sure will not be watching so um so tonight as we're recording this the home run derby is going on i'm sure aaron judge and john carlos john carlos stanton are captivating uh the nation and you know chris berman fortunately is no longer making your ears oh, bleed um, but are you a home run derby guy i mean i'll watch it if it, if i'm available and it's on yeah i'll, I'll tune in just basically for twitter antics as much as the actual broadcast I think it's I think it's too long, and we'll get to that this in a oh, second. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand how we can have like seventy six rounds of people getting ten outs. Like, first of all, dude's got to get tired, but I get tired of watching them hit the ball that yeah. far. Like a home run is one of the most vis- visually appealing things in all the sports, and you get to the point where like eh, hit another one out. Evidently, they revised the format to abbreviate it some. So I haven't seen it in a couple of years, to be honest. Speaking of uh, of abbreviating, what are some of I, I asked you to come up with some fun adjustments to the home run derby. Did you have any success there? Did you read Grant Brisby's article? No. Grant Brisby wrote a whole article about this, and his blog is uh, McCovey Chronicles, which is a stupid name since his blog should be called Ultimate Brisby. Oh, but nice. Wouldn't that have be you, good? Have you yeah. tweeted that to him? Yeah, he. He seemed not as impressed as I was with my own intellect and maybe wittiness. He's not as, maybe he's not as smart as us and doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should tweet him a few more times and explain it to him, lay it out for him. <laughs> no. Uh, so he had a lot of good ideas. Um, his ideas, and I'll go quickly, uh, his ideas were dunk tanks. Oh, I like it. Casual wagers. Oh, I really like that. Hitters hitting with their opposite hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Old timers. There we go. Uh, Frank Thomas. Oh. You know, that kind of caliber he was thinking. I like that. Uh, 150-pound middle infielders instead of sluggers. <laughs> Only Marco Scudero. Right. Yeah. Uh, his fourth best idea was use pitching machines cranked up to ludicrous speeds. <laughs> or sliders. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, his third best was pitchers instead of position players, Just which I actually like. Verlander would love that. Oh, it would be Bumgarner and Adam Wainwright and Giovanni Gallardo and all those guys. Who's the, who's the guy that uh, just hit like the 500 foot bomb in Colorado? Was it was it John Gray? Maybe Rece- like uh, this week. He just absolutely mashed one. Anyway, keep going. I believe sidebar um instead of the most home runs you simply go for who hit the furthest one (laughs) not bad no uh and uh they get only knuckleballs oh was his favorite 
So R.A. Dickey and Stephen Wright up up there chucking to him? I guess. I guess. So my thoughts were – these are all pretty good ones. Good job, Grant Brisby. You can read his article. Um, we're just going for huge home runs, right? I want aluminum bats and golf balls. <laughs> You're pitching them golf balls and you're hitting them with an aluminum bat. How massive wouldn't that be? Oh, they man. could hit them way out. How far do you think you could hit one? To the moon. Way out. Yeah. You don't even need to use the regulation golf ball. Use the super juiced ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could use the, the balls that you hit into the to the lake, the floater ones from the driving yeah. range. That'd right. work, too. And, you know, what's the problem with the – my other thought was what's the problem – the biggest problem with the home run derby is – guys taking pitches that aren't very good right Mm -hmm. so put the ball on a tee oh put the ball on a tee it's perfect to sit right there try to hit a home run it's right on a tee you know there's no pitching you get right right to it i like i like it i had some ideas um i think the the biggest way to make it more fun is maybe just not have it at all i kid (laughs) i kid i kid a little bit but but not really. Um, more Pitbull. I know Pitbull was doing some stuff tonight. Obviously, more more Pitbull is always better. Um, I came up with a different, and this might be what they're using. Stop saying Dale. We're moving on. Dale. Uh, two rounds. Um, if you're starting with four hitters, or one round if you start with eight hitters. I just can't take four hours of home run of home run hitting. And here's my best one. I, I like this one. Golden Retrievers chasing down the outs instead of the children. Yeah. Dale. <laughs> All right. Brings us to this week's leadoff question. Um, if you could make someone from past or present Major League Baseball compete in the home run derby, who would you like to see? To me, there's only one choice. And that is Barry Bonds. What you're not agreeing? Who do you want? Well, I came up Inge with again. Give Inge another try. First, so you can of get all, one. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. <laughs> um, I thought market. I, what do, what's the show where they have the uh, um, internet redemption, uh, the Tosh, web redemption? Tosh. Yeah, we could have that with Inge and call it the home run derby rege- redemption, so you can try again. That actually is really good. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want Marcus Tims. He had yeah. some. He had some some country strength. Uh, I was thinking, what about the uh, Japanese Babe Ruth, that Shohei Otani? You know what I'm talking about? The guy who pitches yeah. and hits massive bombs. Um, the young guy, yeah, the super young guy, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. He's gonna come over. He'll probably be a tiger. Speaking of Japanese guys, um, you know, it was always this myth that uh, Ichiro was a slap hitter because he kind of decided to be, but he could hit home runs whenever he wanted to. It'd be cool to put him in the home run derby. Yes. Like, okay, Ichiro, can you hit home runs or not? Do it. I refuse to believe that that's not true. I love the like myth and the the yeah. lore of Ichiro. I don't. I don't. Even, I don't care if it's not true. I'm not going to believe it. Yeah, he um, could have hit 40 bombs a year if that's what he wanted to focus on. I don't know. He should have just one one year hit like 240, <laughs> go all Chris Davis and hit 60 home runs, That'd and then go back. Yeah. yeah. Then, and go back just to prove you can. Uh, and my last one would be, I want to see somebody kind of like classic, um, maybe uh, one of the, the real sluggers, Joe DiMaggio. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but he he dunks his donuts. What is that? What are you talking? What is that from? It's a Seinfeld reference. 
Oh, um, good job. If you want to get in touch with us, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. The show is at Comeric Eric and the show. Uh, no, Eric is at Comeric Eric and the show is at yeah. Podcastianos. Um, no website anymore. Don't go to the website. It has been shut down. Um, so you don't need that. So that's that's that. There are other places. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. On the Instagram, I am at Jordino four. And Eric, once again, is at Comeric Eric. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannos. Uh Eric, we've reached the ceremonial halfway point in the Tiger season. Um, we're 87 games in, but it's the All-Star break. Uh, it feels like about as good a time as any to take a step back, take a deep breath, and reflect on the first part of the season and try and make some flip a coin heads or tails of it. Mostly, mostly tails. Um, we currently sit at 39 and 48, eight games back of the Indians in the central six and a half back of the Rays and the Yanks in the wild card spot. We are also one game out of, if you will, last place in the American league. Um, I feel like you and I came into the season with a crap ton of guarded optimism. Is that, is that a, a fair assessment? How did we get here? Yeah, we thought that they could contend for one of the the wild card spots. We didn't think they were going to win the division. The Indians looked really strong, but we said, no, if this team uh, plays up to their potential, even it's it's not a big stretch for them to snag one of those playoff spots. That seems like a pipe dream now. That's well out of hand. I mean, that's we're we're toast. Feels like a lifetime ago, really. Yeah, we we are toast. Um, so yeah, what what went wrong? Right. What went wrong? And I I looked out some breakdowns. Um, We are 15th in Major League Baseball in OPS. So our hitting is dead average in rankings. And for our lineup, that is simply not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Now, they did lead the AL Central for a while in runs scored. But that says more about the AL Central. And it says um, and we've come back to the come back from that sense. So we're average league average in hitting. Okay. We are 26th in team ERA. That's not good. That's what fourth from last, right? Yes. Um, the starters ERA is 22nd in baseball and the bullpen ERA is second to last second only to the nationals in the worst bullpen in all of baseball. Additionally to that, uh, we have only two uh, regularly used relievers that strike out more than a batter in inning. That's hard to work with. Yeah. Um, Our bullpen has been straight trash. Straight trash. Um, Our defensive efficiency, which is the measure of simply a measure of how many, how often are you turning balls in play into outs? We are 25th in in the all of baseball in defensive initiative efficiency so we have a combination of average offense piss poor pitching and poor defense that's why we suck (laughs) that's that's pretty comprehensive yeah 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 really suck i didn't break down base running (laughs) but i'm guessing we're not awesome at that either that'll be on next week's show Definitely tune in for that one. Um, A few extra stats. Uh, We are 17 and 24 against teams uh, below 500. That's not ideal. 
those Ugh. might be the teams that you want to beat. Um, we're, I actually looked it up. We're, we're 20 and 16 against AL Central teams. I was a little yeah. surprised by that. We haven't done terrible in the division, but we're 1 and 6 against Seattle and 2 and 5 against yeah. Tampa. I'm assuming some sort of like hoodoo against the turquoise teams. Is that is that what yeah. I'm, I'm getting from this? It's our kryptonite. Those games in Seattle like um, what was it a month ago that was the tipping point when we when we got swept in seattle it was just like oh this this is rough and that was the beginning of the end yeah yeah definitely um so i have i have one one stat for you um since may 3rd we've won consecutive games five times that's it's just bad no consistency it's just it's just really ugly yeah um and i i think a little bit of that has to do with with the dl stints i feel like we haven't had a ton of injuries but what we've had has been spaced out just enough so we really haven't been at full strength for much uh much of the season but recently we have been and it's not like things have have gotten drastically better right now do you buy the thought that if jd was there to start the year and performed like he is now and we get an extra 30, 35 games out of J.D. Martinez, that, that changes the complexion of the season enough where, you know, they're more hopeful, it went, goes better, and that changes the whole season. Do you, are, Would you buy that theory? I don't buy into that. We got off to a 6-2 and two start. I think we got off right. to like an 8-4 start. I mean, not that, not that those are like, you know, burning the world down right. starts, but it's not like we started off on a, on a tough, tough run of, of games. We, we came out of the gate hot. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe we wouldn't have lost the momentum so quickly if he was in the heart of the lineup doing more damage, but no, uh, I, I think you can make, make an argument there, but I think it's, it's a little bit more wishful thinking and maybe a little bit on the revisionist side. I'm with you completely. Like, okay. So we're 15th in the league in hitting. Okay. Imagine we go from 15th to eighth or seventh i don't think jd gets you there but let's imagine you still got the the 26th best pitching staff it's all about the pitching yeah and it's just been so bad like Mm -hmm. there's no there's no getting getting around you know we came into the season with with five guys who we thought can give us a quality start most nights like you can go you know turn the turn the rotation over and you're not going to to lose much and it's just been such in unmitigated disaster i mean even other other than fulmer even even verlander like the guy that we were banking on i'm sure i I don't know maybe i think maybe guido predicted that he was going to win the cy young this year like that wasn't an out reason outrageous shout at the beginning of the season and he's you know mid upper four era and and actually looking worse than that somehow was it just last year he finished second and for Cy Young? Just last year we had this big debate whether it was going to be him or Porcello, right? It was. That wasn't like three years ago, was it? No. It was like last year. It does feel like an absolute lifetime ago. It's insanity. Um, so here's some more numbers that are really bad. Um, in 61 games played between Romine Collins and Jacoby Jones in center field, um, we or they hit 243, 203, and 140 respectively. Um, those are very very poor numbers yeah <laughs> but we we do have some wins on the board uh, i do think we should talk about some of the positives um the big one i have written down is michael fulmer 15 yep. of 17 quality starts somehow uh i mean he had an incredible rookie year and somehow is is going above and beyond that 
It's yep. it's it's amazing to see. And I know there's been kind of this, oh, should we trade him? Like, you know, scratching the chin. Um, no, we probably shouldn't trade him. He is one of the best young pitchers in baseball. You tend, you tend to want to hang on to those guys. Um, yep. Imagine even if um, we, we do a teardown, rebuild, whatever you want to call it, having one fan favorite, one stalwart starter can – can buoy a club for a few years if you burn it all the way to the ground it's pretty harsh yeah i think uh, i feel like there's been a lot of derision for the people kind of looking at that trade um specifically him for schwarber which that's not something that i'd be interested in but you can make a purely baseball decision that makes sense that would be moving him i i wouldn't want to but realistically he could have blown out his arm with that delivery and the stress that he puts on his body by the time we're good again. And that's not something to be ignored. Uh, I would, I would sell Fulmer, but you better back up the Brinks truck. Oh yeah. For like, sure. Like our buddy Delman's talking about in his walk-up music, you better back up the Brinks truck of prospects to get him. There better be some pain involved if you're getting Fulmer. Yeah, and I don't have a prepared list of guys that I would want for him, but it would start certainly start with a with a you know a Moncada. I mean, obviously the the White Sox wouldn't be somebody in, in but some somebody in that that range. So one of the very yeah. tippy top guys. Yeah, and you'd want several several there. Um, yeah. Is do you think he's reached his his ceiling? Is there, there a little bit more room to improve? He's so like not to not to generalized but he looks kind of old so you assume like dude's been around for 10 years and <laughs> yeah, he's reached yeah. but there is more in there i i think well how much you're kind of greedy hall aren't you he's like the top one of the top five al pitchers but like I, if he if he keeps doing that that's pretty good oh, yeah yeah not not taking anything away i think that there's um his feel for pitching is is very good but you know he's going to learn um, what works and, you know, better combinations. And as, as Jim would say, use that change up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that there is room for him to get even better. Um, though I will, I will certainly take what he's, I mean, he's, he is a bona fide ace. You know, if there's, yeah. if there's 30, you know, 30 starting pitchers in baseball that make up the ace category, he is definitely one of the top 30. Yeah. One thing that's been a little bit of troubling about his last couple starts is he's been great, 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 but when he's in the when it's close to time for him to be done, when the wheels start falling off, they fall off fast. Like, and then it's time to like get him out of there. But he's done. Just like we've talked about with Anibal for what, essentially the entirety of this show. You can manage that. Like, you just have to yeah. know. You have to keep guys. You know, once you get to the seventh inning. Um, on red alert until he's able to kind yep. of work through that. Like that's that's not unreasonable. And I no. think as this pattern, hopefully it doesn't continue to develop. But if it does, I think I think Brad's smart enough. You know, even Brad, as as I'm sure some Ouch. of the people are thinking, um, uh, even he should be able to to figure that one out. Okay, let's yep. move on. Um, some guys that have exceeded expectations. Um, I just jotted down a few names. Anibal as a starter did not see this one coming. I, th- I believe it's four starts now. Three point zero nine ERA, zero uh, point eight six WHIP, eight and a half strikeouts per nine. All of your bad memories of Anibal from this year are of him in the bullpen. Clearly, he's a yeah. guy who can't make the adjustment. He can't get himself ready to go in a short period of time. He needs that routine of of the warm up, yep. you know, process. Uh, 
do a thought experiment with me just for fun. Remember when we all complimented the Tigers for making the tough decision and starting Boyd, who was so good in spring training and putting Anibal in the bullpen. What if the decision was different? What if Anibal would have started and he pitched good uh, and you erase some of Boyd's bad starts to start the year because he had some? And I think if you're doing that, Norris probably would have been sent down by now to have given uh, Boyd a chance to come in. And, you know, some of Boyd's first starts were pretty decent. Yeah. You know, think things, you know, you can you can spiral it all, all you want. Um, but yeah, that's, I want it's to a little. Not, it's not a bad uh, road. to. I mean, clearly we can't go back down that road, but it's right. not it's it's a very interesting thought thought experiment. Yeah. Right. In retrospect, they made the wrong call. Yeah, which... Even though that was the conventional wisdom on the internet and everybody was saying, oh, yeah, this is a t- new leaf of good decision making. It wasn't a good decision. Yeah, it, it's a good reminder um, that even though we think that we know everything as fans and, and Twitter.com users, there are <laughs> there are things that at, at times we do get wrong um, and that Al Avila occasionally, you know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Alex Avila has been incredible, yeah. should have been an yep. all-star. Um, statistically, according to ESPN Fantasy Baseball, uh, the fifth best catcher in baseball um, offensively, because that's that was an easy thing to look up today. Um, he's been really good. I I feel like I have so many words to take back about about what I what I thought in my head about his return. He was a steal. He was good value. He was excellent. And we're going to trade him, and then we're going to re-sign him in the offseason. That would be not? fun, wouldn't it? Get some good prospect for him to sign him back again. I feel like That'd that's – we people always think like that. It never happens. I feel like this time it just it could. might. It could because he's Ailes' kid. Makes sense. <laughs> um, exceeded expectations. Upton. I mean, Matt or probably exceeded. He's an all-star this year. He's hit, a, hit with power. Um, you expected a lot from Upton, but no uh, streakiness, no swoons like we yeah. thought maybe. Upton's been good. Um, JD, in his time that he's been here, he's been healthy, has exceeded expectations, I think. And yeah. he's had he had pretty high expectations. And somehow we're still um, – I, I feel like the, the trade value on him has somehow gone down despite that being the case. Which you know, yeah, Marcus forces. It's not. I don't think it's anything he did. But and we don't need there. to talk about him much, much more than we already have. But Fulmer, I mean, I think Fulmer has exceeded expectations, or at least met expectations. And there were big expectations off his rookie year. But you could have said, oh man, he's gonna. He had a big year. He's fatigued. Who can he do it again? And he's been good. Um, I have one more. Uh, the axe wielder, whoever is the one in the Tigers organization that says, all right, your time is done. I'm assuming it's Avila yeah. with some with yeah. some uh, some help from Osmus Pelfrey, yeah. K-Rod, Lowe, and not wielding the axe on Anibal. Um, those those were not easy decisions. Those were, yeah. you know, large money making men, specifically Pelfrey. Um, and, and for the most part, they've made the right call. You know, right. hasn't, hasn't helped us. We still suck, but, you know, there yeah. we could have sucked worse. Um, okay, quickly, guys falling short of expectations. Uh, Cabrera, don't you have to say Cabrera? Now, he always has huge expectations, but he's been off. Uh, Kinsler? Yeah? Yeah. Um, now, this next one I hesitate to say because I think he's 
league average, and that is Nick Castellanos. But we had after the first our first podcast, we talked about Nick like he was the second coming of some huge slugger. And all uh, the indications were that he was. I, I you thought he was going to be like an MVP. I don't recall that specific statement. I do. I remember that. <laughs> Top something MVP candidate, Jordan H. Hall, said that. Fortunately, it's not written down. Oh. It is. I'm, I'm just kidding. If only there was some tape. You better hope they're not tapes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was looking at the all of our qualifiers are batting between 240 and 269 right now. <laughs> that face is. Yes, I, that is the face that I had when I saw that. Um, I think you could make a strong case that. Pretty much everyone that we expected to carry the offensive load fall under the category of guys falling short of expectations, barring, you know, aside from J.D., who clearly isn't a qualifier. He, he'll get there, but he isn't yet. Um, Bruce. I feel like Bruce is the one oh, big arm that, that I had. I'm not going to say I had high expectations for him because there's the whole, like, he's let us down so many times in the past thing. But, you know, I was expecting more than this, like a lot more than this. For me, and Zimmerman. Uh, we were kind of hopeful for Zimmerman, but he hasn't been good. No, he has not. Um, the young starting pitchers. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Boyd Norris. Yeah, Boyd you're Norris. going there next. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I there there are signs with with Norris, and I'll get into him a little bit little bit later. Um, but man, I I love him, and I'm not, I'm not turning my back on him. But he, I would like to see more from him. Yes. Okay, let's move on. Do you have any any more people? Uh... No. Okay. Memorable moments. Uh, any? This one took me a little while. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. This season has been piss poor, but like, there's not a lot of standout moments. What no. did you have? Uh, Dixon's first home run, because obviously it was recent, oh. and the silent treatment yeah. that was kind of nice. Um, to me, the ahead. biggest memorable moment of this season was the. K Rod back to back meltdowns in Oakland. Yep. Yep. If if there was a turning point in our season, that was maybe one of them. That's probably true. If JD were there to hit home runs to put it out of reach, maybe the season doesn't go pear shaped. <laughs> K Rod, have you followed the plummet of Francisco Rodriguez? They sent him down to double A. He's going the wrong direction. Yeah, they sent him. Yeah. I, I, for, I don't even know what organization he's, he's in. The, he's in the Nationals organization. Yeah. Well, in the Nationals, needed. They're the only bullpen worse than ours. Yeah. And so they pick him up. They, I think they had him in Triple A for a little bit, and then they sent him down to Double A. And guess who he was facing? Moya, Stephen Moya, <laughs> who they had sent back to down to Double A too. They were teammates on the Tigers last year, and now they're pitching each, each other in Double A. I thought you were gonna say he came up against Joe Nathan because that'd be a Sick, sick twisted irony um jd's return um going yard twice in, in his second game back yeah, against oakland or not Anna, or not anaheim the angels wherever they're from yeah. and then he hit the game winner in the ninth and obviously the big big highlight from the year johnny kane in the hat and with unicorn guy unicorn um, guy yeah yeah it's pretty sad but unicorn guy is probably up there yeah it's, that is you know they haven't given us many memorable moments on the field so you got to take what you can get off the field also, I guess. apparently uh, Johnny Kane switched up his hairstyle um, this past past weekend, which, to be honest, um, I'm not a connoisseur of dudes haircuts enough to have noticed a difference. But I got all kinds of tweets about it. Apparently, we're we're linked. 
everybody knows you as the Johnny Kane guy now, which is cool. It is a little it, weird. It is what it's it is. So I might, might as well embrace it. Okay. Um, I asked you to come up with some hopes for the second half. I have five. Yep. I don't know how many you came up with, so we can. I have four. So you go first. Okay. I'll go first. Um, I would like to see some extensive reps for Dixon, uh, McCann, and possibly oh. Jacoby Jones. Um, you got to find out what's there. Like, we're not getting anything out of the season. If Dixon is a guy who can be a long term shortstop, you know, we're not going to find that out unless he plays. Probably the same with McCann. Um, I'm probably done with Jacoby, but I, I highly doubt that the Tigers organization is. So I think you got to get, get them out there and give them some runs, see what happens. I still have hope for Jacoby. I like Jacoby. Yeah. He is an excellent defender, but I've yet to see anything at the plate that makes me think, oh, he's going to figure something out. He's got fine bats, but it's approach. I mean, I'd rather, a- I don't know. I was going to say I'd rather him him have the approach and not the bat speed, but that's that's clearly incorrect, too. I don't know. Yeah. I just wish he had both because then, then he'd be decent. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, hopes. Uh, make the smart trades, right? I don't need them to move everybody and their brother, and I don't need to keep them to keep people just for the sake of stubbornness. Make the smart trades. Revive us with a few prospects. Uh, it's the smart thing to do. Make smart trades. Interestingly enough, I have. Uh, I hope we don't trade Verlander just to trade him. Like if we get a right. reasonable yeah. package back, then that's yeah. that's one thing. Um, I don't mind shedding salary, but not him. Um, They're not gonna. You know, I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but I don't. I can't see any way they move JV just because teams aren't going to value him like the tigers are going to value him yet and he doesn't have a ton of money left but teams just do not see him as a as a a one ace anymore yeah he's he's definitely more value to, valuable to us based on our history with him than he would be to any team and we i think need that's to realize right that especially as fans and I'm okay with that. Don't just yeah. don't pick up half his salary and trade him for some double A arm. I mean, we don't if, we, need that. if we trade him to Chicago and get Eloy Jimenez back, by all means, like that's a that's a franchise turning bat. But if we're getting you know their their Cody Eaves, then you know may, maybe we don't. You know, even if somebody, even if another team picked up all of his salary for in you know an okay prospect, maybe you still make that deal. But I'm seeing rumors that like the Cubs are not interested in him at all because they don't see him as just a huge piece. And if you're wanting the Tigers to pick up half his salary and throwing in some bum, like just keep them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think it's your turn. Uh, be entertaining. <laughs> that is what I want. So sketch our buddy sketch tweeted out. Um, is this team unlikable? And I got to thinking about it and I was like, yeah, they're kind of, unlikable even the even the mediocre teams there was still phil coke and l albuquerque and jose valverde and guys with a little bit of personality who you wanted to be interested in and kind of cheer for we're kind of grumpy and unlikable aren't we yeah i i think i don't know about unlikable but we're certainly undistinguished and unworthy i don't know i feel like when I think of this season and even just turning on Tigers game, the, the main word that comes to my mind is Meh. like I do it because, you know, I'm a trained dog, but I right. think Meh. so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so be more entertaining. That's what I want. That would Maybe. Be, 
that would be good. I, I okay. think that might be a little little far fetched, but that would be good. Right. Um, let's see. I, I estimated that there are roughly fifteen turns through the rotation left. I would like to see Matt Boyd make ten starts, and I would like Buck, Drew Verhagen, Warwick, and Miles J each to get at least a start, possibly two. Man, you are pounding that Verhagen rock. I, I, you know, like it's I, nobody's I love, business. I, I mean, clearly Verhagen is better suited for the bullpen, but I don't necessarily think we're going to get that this year. So give me a start. Give me something. No, Drew, Drew's one of my favorite players, and I, I am sure that if we gave him a full season of run out of the bullpen, he would end up as one of the more reliable uh, and get-you-out-of-jam type pieces. He is, he's a good pitcher. I don't care about his strikeout numbers. You don't necessarily need to strike out a ton of guys to be successful. Hey, I'm not going to argue with you, but you kind of thought the same thing about Kyle Ryan. That's, that is true. And Kyle <laughs> Ryan was really good down the stretch last year. Kyle Ryan was banished down there and has never been heard from again. Clearly, I don't, I don't follow the inner workings of the Mud Hens. I don't know how he's done. But, get but we haven't up. had a sniff of Kyle Ryan. And everyone's gotten a sniff since then. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't bode well. But anyway, 10 starts for Boyd. I feel like that's an absolute minimum. I don't know where they come from, but that has to happen. You got you to gotta find out a little bit more about him. Yeah. Okay. Um, no injuries. Lots of rest for the old guys. That's what I would hope for. Get, if, if the season's lost, you don't have to run Cabrera out there every day. Get, you know. Yeah, Whatever. and limited innings for Fulmer too. I would, yes. I would think, um, yep. which is sad because we want to see him pitch. He's one of <laughs> probably be one of the few great players we have left. Um, number four for me, tangible uh, growth from my buddy Daniel Norris, specifically in spot hitting and mound demeanor. Um, yeah, he's kind of a head case a little bit, isn't he? Which the emotions seems so get his best crazy because he's such a chill dude, like on Instagram and on Facebook. But he is so, and you know, they all say it's because he cares too much, which is great. But the cause of you being um, not being able to control yourself doesn't matter. You still are not in control of yourself. Yeah, he needs to not give a poop anymore about what he does. Yeah, not give Somehow. a not give a poop emoji. Yeah, uh, my last one is I want to see some kind of breakout prospect with the team somebody is it Jimenez maybe it's Jimenez get him up here show me something um it's not Moya we were so hoping for Moya he's back down um the name that I have um is Kristen Stewart the slugger um he's in double at Erie right now he's got 19 bombs on the season maybe late in the season he can come up and just just show me something show me some promise give me something to dream on Kristen Stewart I don't know if it's the Moya effect but ask me how much faith I have in him becoming a regular major league contributor I'm not buying it either um I want to I I would very much like to see him become it just we, we Dude played this hit. game for so long, and I'm, I'm sick of it. All right, my last one. Emerged from, and this one is a pipe dream, I, I'm aware. Emerged from 2017 with five guys, preferably under 25, that are clearly the core group, the future, definitely a part of the long-term plan. I feel like Nick and Fulmer are, are your guarantees. Um, there's some maybes. You got Norris, Boyd, um, Joe Jimenez. Uh, Dixon, I think, could could jump into that group if he plays well down the stretch. 
Maybe. Uh, Jacoby, meh. And I, nope. I grouped Mikey and McCann in this, too. They're, I think they're both 27, so it's it's in the same range. Um, but it feels unlikely that we get to five rock solid from that group. But, you know, more playing time reveals things. We'll see. It's a good hope. Um, okay, so I have I have a few before we get to who stays, who goes. I have a few bonus guys that I want to see us go after in the trade market. Number one, you know it, it's Lewis Brinson. I want him to com- I want him to patrol com- uh, center field in Comerica so bad, so bad. I don't know who, um, you know, maybe JD. It's it's not going to happen. I'm aware. Twitter's told me many times. Um, Eloy Jimenez <laughs> mentioned him before. Um, he would be nice to come back from the Cubs. Uh, Ryan McMahon from the Rockies, third baseman. You got Nolan Arenado there. He ain't never going to play. Move him along. I don't know what, what Colorado needs, but we do have a little bit of everything. Um, we've been talking about the Rays kind of looking to add. Um, I watched Jake Bowers. Have you heard of him? He's a no. first baseman. Uh, I think he's at Toledo, uh, not Toledo, AAA right now. Dude can really hit. I was really impressed by him. Um, you know, Tampa Bay needs needs a little bit of everything too if they're trying to trying to push for that wild card. Um, so yeah, I I would love to see them get either Brinson or Bowers. Those are two kind of exciting guys that you know we we like you said we need a, a prospect that we can really get get pumped about. And not that the pitchers aren't great because you know I love pitching, you love pitching, but there's something about a, a really exciting hitter that's just next level. You know, and it seems like all these teams are finding amazing hitters and they're coming up whether it's benintendi or it's uh judge or you know all these there's a lot of teams who who have these guys bubbling up and we have no bubbles now we've popped all the bubbles in previous years and shipped them off i mean if we had willie adamas or something like that you know who guys who we've traded away um, you know, Jake Thompson or whoever, even Devin Travis. Yeah. Devin Travis. We, we shipped all these guys off. If we had them now, we, we'd have a little more hope. But. Gosh, darn it, Dave. Okay. Uh, last thing in Tiger talk section, um, just gut feeling. Do they stay or do they go rapid okay. fire? Are you ready? Yeah. J- JD. JD is, is going to go. I agree. Uh, Justin Wilson. He is going to go as well. I think, I think, Justin Wilson might low key bring back the most of anybody. Yeah, which is I agree. So odd considering JD no, is amazing, but he won't bring his back as much as JD. But he'll he'll bring back something. It's just a little bit more on that deal. I think, I I, I think he could be just as valuable. Uh, Avila. Yeah. Avila is the toughest one for me to say, and I'm going to say he goes because. He's he's useful in so many ways. A, t- a team can platoon him. Uh, a team can you know give you know you can do a lot of stuff with Avila. He's got that on base percentage. I think he goes because because people are going to want him. I agree. Uh, Verlander kind of already discussed this. No. I think I think there's more of a chance than we're we're letting ourselves think. But I do st- yeah. I do still think he he'll stay. Um, Iglesias. I think he stays. I don't think anybody wants him. Kinsler. I think he stays just because there's not a lot of teams looking for a second baseman in a different market. Maybe he goes, but I don't think he goes. I, I agree with that. Uh, Shane Green. I think he stays. Daniel Norris, the big one. The Cubs are are all hot for hot for Daniel. Aren't we all though? Let's be honest. I think he stays uh, just because I don't think 
I don't think they're going to get a haul for him at all. No, I would be heated if we traded Norris. Right. Like, um, and last one, Annabelle. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> we should want him. Um, Miggy's not going. Fulmer uh, is not going. I really don't think so. There will be a riot um, if if we trade Fulmer. Right. Justin Upton is too tricky with his deal. He's not going anywhere. So we have what three, two and a half guys leaving: <laughs> JD, Justin, and Avila. Is that what you say? Yeah, that seems fair. Okay. So we'll put the, put the over under at two and a half. I, I think that's right. Yep. All right. Are you ready to move on to power rankings? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Power rankings. I don't know if you saw it in the news the other day, but Amazon. Amazon's the big internet company. I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. They bought. Whole Foods Market, which is a grocery store. And it got me to thinking about grocery stores and getting groceries, especially, you know, around the 4th of July when you're grilling. We talked about that last time. So I have for you today places to go and buy your groceries. (laughs) Okay. All right. Starting at number seven is Walmart. Walmart has a big selection. Their prices are good. But tell me the truth. You feel a little dirty going into Walmart and buying food from Walmart. It's not a very classy experience going to Walmart. Took the words right out of my mouth. All right. Well, uh, we're going to move up from there. It's yeah. not bad. I mean, it's it's affordable. Yeah, it's it's everything fine, but you know, you're the customer service is not so good and it's just kind of bad experience. Yeah. That's okay. Seems fair. Number 6 is um, I'm going to go with Gordon Food Service Marketplace. Do you ever been to the GFS Marketplace? Oh, yeah, definitely. We got, we, oh, got, yeah. we got one at TC. Yeah, they've got big quantities of stuff, right? Yeah. You, if you're going to have a party or something, you're hitting up the GFS Marketplace. Get good deals. They got, good. they got the chicken tenders that you drop in the, the deep fryer. Oh, I, I love a chicken tender. Probably my favorite type of chicken. It's good living. <laughs> Um, number five is Target. Target, I find unremarkable and not particularly cheap. I mean, it's a fine experience, but they don't have a big selection. Not a lot of people are getting their groceries, I feel like, at a, at a super Target or whatever. Here's the problem with Target. You cannot go into Target without your wife looking at oh. clothes and everything else. I would rather saw my arm off 
than go into target for a reason other than being dragged by my ear. It's you're walking out of there with a full cart of stuff. If you got your woman along, no getting around I, it. I, I can't believe I'm just besmirching all women with this, but I think a lot of women would agree. Target is kind of seductive in 100% of the relationships on this podcast. That's the case. Yes. So I think you can yes. extrapolate from yes. there. It's the it's the the siren song of the target crap. <laughs> so much target stuff. Don't yeah, don't go to Target. But it's not that way at other superstores for for my spouse. No, yeah, it's anyway. it's like Target is cheap but yet somehow still fancy. Yeah. It's Target. It's like a Pinterest dream. Ugh. Number four, that was number five. Number four is uh like your local Spartan store. All right. Uh, for us, it's Family Fair. Yeah, that's what we have, too. Do you really have Family Fair? D&W. Um, in other parts of the nation, you might have Kroger or something like that. So this is like your local – it's a grocery store. Now, do your Family Fairs have the uh, bottle returns that when you – like as you walk in? So as soon as you walk into the store, yeah. you are accosted by the smell of that, that you can't can't get into the store without going through that? Yeah, it's adjacent to the entry. Yes, that's my that's my big complaint with family fairs. Oh, but Um, so these are these are nice. I mean, they look nice. They have big, you know, uh, deli and the wine section is huge. They're they're nice. It's usually close because they're in in neighborhood or suburban areas. And but they're expensive. Like stuff there is really expensive. Yeah, especially when you're used to Meyer or or Walmart. Yeah, definitely. Actually, obviously, yeah. Number three is Aldi. You ever had the Aldi experience? Yeah, we have we have an Aldi too. It's good. It's cheap, and I like the no nonsense approach. Like yeah. this is our system. It's a good system, and you're gonna run through this line, and you better have your poop together. Oh yeah, because it's almost intimidating how fast yeah. they are. But I like that. I want. I'm not there to talk to you. I'm there to buy my groceries and get <laughs> out of there. All these good for like canned stuff and just kind of you know and produce. They have staples, excellent produce. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I get my my carrots and my celery from there every week. All right, there you go. All these good. <laughs> um, next number two is Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is kind of a whimsical experience. <laughs> you feel fancy getting your groceries at Trader Joe's, but they have cool stuff and it's not that expensive. Especially if you buy like particular things, there, some things are expensive, but th- some things are really affordable. And Trader Joe's is just a nice experience for grocery shopping. That leaves us to number one. You, what do you got, all? Well, I know what it's not, and that is Meyer. Um, so other than that, I have no guesses. What it is? It's Meyer. Meyer is the worst. Meyer is fine. Meyer is the perfect blend of affordable selection and the little extra you pay. To go to Meyer and not go to Walmart is worth it. But you don't need to be fancy and go to some other place. Meyer has everything you need. And then if you want to pick up some motor oil and some shoes and some toys, it's all right there too. Here, Meyer is great. Here's the problem I have with Myers. M- Meyer, excuse me. Meyer will yeah. let will, yeah. will let Myers. <laughs> Meyer will let the lines go all the way back to the close and look at it and be like, eh, whatever. They're in line. Not, won't feel any sort of of uh, you know guilt to open up more lanes. Meyer's See, business Meyer's model, 
Meyer's business model is they're going to come anyway, so let's serve them as poorly as possible to save as much money as possible. So I'm almost told, positive that that is straight from the, the business model at Meyer headquarters. I think your particular Meyer is trash. It's pretty much the only one I've ever been to, so I can't really comment on the rest of them. Right. My Meyer is good. Like, I had a full cart, and I'm walking past these lines of checkouts, and there was a, a, a Meyer cashier standing at the end of her line, like, looking out. Can I help you? I'm ready to help you. I have just, like, never ready had to that go. happen. I had that just last time I was at Meyer. Now, I've told you this several times, and I'm going to bore you with this story again. I have my brother actually works at Meyer, and he told me the Meyer in Traverse City is the highest grossing Meyer store of any Meyer store that exists. Because Traverse they City pay like number- seven employees, and that's it. <laughs> right. Maybe that's why they make so much money. But Meyer, Meyer's fine. Meyer's the worst. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> worst three. Tell your brother to hire someone. I should. I'll get them on that. <laughs> Number three the, uh, for the worst places to get groceries is the dollar store. Dollar store has a lot of groceries, and they're hang, fairly cheap. Hang on, hang on. Are we talking dollar store or dollar general? Because those are two very different places. Oh, stop it. What are you talking about? Dollar, no. dollar general offers reasonably priced food that's still halfway decent. Dollar General, Family Dollar. They're all the same. No, it's a dollar not. store. Not everything is a dollar in Dollar General. That's what makes it classier. <laughs> okay. All right. It's your story. It's still third from the worst. Fair enough. Second from the worst is 7-Eleven slash convenience store slash gas station. The only thing it's good it's got going for it is it's open and you can find some stuff. But if you're buying groceries at a gas station, you screwed something up. <laughs> your life is not going good, right? There was a miscalculation somewhere in your week, and now you're at a gas station buying groceries. It's bad. <laughs> and you just hope they have the thing that your wife sent you there for. Otherwise, you got to scavenge around every place else. Yeah, milk from a, from a gas station is always a classic. Yeah. So you do what you got to do. The 7-Eleven. All right. Number one, the worst place to get groceries. I have no guess. You've, you've taken Meyer, so I have I have no, nothing left. It's it's Whole Foods. Whole Foods. I've been to, in a Whole Foods like one time. I like the premise, but it's all overdone. It's way too expensive. It's super pretentious. And I don't need that. Save your money. Just go to Meyer. You don't need to go to Whole Foods. Okay. Nobody thinks you're particularly fancy. You should go Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is fine. Just do that instead. That's power rankings. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Yanos. Just between you and me, I've actually never been inside a, a Whole Foods. I'd like to. I, I fancy I myself pr- pretty fancy. Well, maybe maybe just the Illinois uh, Whole Foods are overly pretentious. When I was in there, it was all runners. They only allow runners in there. They check for your sticker in the parking lot <laughs> to see if you have anything over 10K, they let you in. The 5 Kers they don't let yeah, five, So you'd be good. 5 k is weak. Yeah, speaking of awesome. speaking of running, perfect segue. You're a pro. <laughs> um, so I had a really unsettling experience running this week. Um, so I was running down the road. It's kind of a country road by our house, my normal route. And all of a sudden, I feel wind by my head. I turn around, 
it was a bird that dive bombed me. Like it really? was close enough to me to try and like swat it away. I turn around and look and it's like up in the sky, like keeping an eye on me as I'm going, like it's following me. It does it two more times to me. It dive bombed me a total of three times. I look, it's like legit chasing me. I I'm like close enough to like try and swat at it. And you know, now to be fair, now that I look at you, your hair does look like some sort of rodent, you know, scampering by. Was was this a bird of prey? No, it was a I don't know. Oh. It was a small bird. It wasn't it wasn't a, a falcon or anything. I don't know if we have falcons native to northern Michigan. <laughs> but like I don't know how much damage a bird can do. Specifically, you know, do they do they go for the jugular? Are they going to peck me to death? I I don't know. Did you have fear? I didn't have fear. It was more of an unsettling thing. I probably turned in a pretty good mile, like running from it, which doesn't yeah. doesn't speak speak super well of me. But it, it probably followed me for, I don't know, half mile, like what? Like go- so, but it was not a bird of prey. No, it was not an it was, owl, or owl. It was like a sparrow or something. Yeah, it was like a regular run of the mill bird. Songbird. It, it, it was, was still, probably diseased. It was still freaky. But no, I actually experienced it kind of the same the same thing the next day. Like I went by the same tree and the bird was like yelling at me and stuff. And I looked up and it was, you know, kind of following. Like no, none of the dive bombing and stuff. But clearly like its nest was in there or something. So I don't think it was diseased, but it clearly was irritated at, at best. It has a personal problem with you in particular, evidently. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe there aren't too many other runners that go by. I don't know. Mm. All right, so we're running long. Do you want to hit some uh, Twitter questions, or you want to? Get yeah, why not? I'm feeling right. generous. Uh, so Let be- the people have their questions before before we get into the Twitter questions. Um, we are taking our own All Star break, if you will, next week. Yeah. Um, so uh, download one of the ones from spring training because that's when we were still happy and <laughs> and things look good. Um, you can hear how ridiculous we are. Yeah, don't do the predictions one because that probably didn't, <laughs> didn't go very well. All right, here we go. Uh, this one is from David uh, Bratz, B-R-A-A-T-Z. We'll go with Bratz. 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 Like the little dolls with the big heads, the Bratz dolls. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, this is the question. Verlander is traded to the Cubs. JD is traded to Seattle. Wilson goes to Washington and uh, and Alex to Milwaukee, Kinsler to, to, to the Dodgers. Jeez. Who do I root for in the NLCS? Uh, Brewers. Verlander's team. Brewer, yeah, Brewers because they gave us uh, Brinson. That seems fair. Yeah. Uh, at Evan Ken 95 asks us, being trade season, how can I be sure that I'm following the correct Ken Rosenthal on Twitter? <laughs> Always a good thing to take into consideration. Yeah. So remember, friends, the larger the blue check mark, the more authentic the Ken Rosenthal. Tiny blue check mark? Not very authentic. Yeah. So see, based on how his size, you'd think the smaller the check mark, the more <laughs> likely it is to be him. It's, it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, no, you you see who is, which Ken Rosenthal account is tweeting things that say us getting good prospects, and you follow that one. Yeah. Just go with the one that your heart wants. Yeah, absolutely. Let uh, your heart be your guide. John Fine asks us, can we get the power rankings on your moms? I asked him, is this our moms like that birthed us or just moms in general? Um, he said either. So I'll let you take a take a quick stab at that. <laughs> Which mom is better, yours or mine? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to talk about my mom on the podcast. My mom's number one. Love you, mom. Your mom's the only one that has has made a, a drop for us. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so that's number one. There's yeah, that's it. That's all, all right. we got. My buddy Sean Hachi Fagan asks us, which Tiger player, if inserted into the Derby, would do the best and how far could they go? Ooh, that's a pretty good question. I would say Upton. Oh, that was going to be my low-key pick. I thought I was going to get you. Yeah. Because uh, you, you'd think JD maybe right away. Yeah. When, or Cabrera. Nick would do good. Yeah. Just. Why are we not saying Cabrera, the guy who's won a triple crown? I don't think of he him was, when I think of pure home run hitters. Like he obviously hits a crap ton, but he hits them the opposite he way. Seems kind of frail lately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Isn't that bad to say? It's a little sad. Yeah, in in almost the same way as Victor does. Like, yeah. Um, Happy Avila, which is also at Tigers underscore opinions. Uh, who would be your un all star uh, on the Tigers? Which obviously oh, yeah. is, is worst worst player. Um, I have two names, uh, Matt Dundecker from having such a short life. The Matt Dundecker era was in and out before we could really fully enjoy it. Really sink our teeth into it. Yeah. But the number one Tigers unstar is William Cuevas. Mm. Remember this guy? Yes. He's got like 108 ERA or something like that. Poor, poor Cuevas. Yeah. Poor Willie. Yeah. Poor, poor Everybody was like, oh, yeah, Cuevas, he's been so good. We got to see him. Uh, I was impressed with him when I saw him pitch in the spring. I clearly know nothing. Just just the usual. Um, stop. If William, you're listening. Sorry. Dale. Um, Dale. Jer- <laughs> Jeremy Troy asks us, are you guys excited as I am to relive the 2003 Tigers baseball uh, once the Loria-style fire sale is completed? All right, Anthony's my favorite Troy again. I don't want to hear that, Jeremy. Yeah. You you're the bottom Troy again. <laughs> That's all the questions. Thank you to everybody who who tweeted us in. If you have a question for us not next week but the week after, uh, tweeted in. There's a very small chance that I will remember it between now and then. Um, so that's pretty much it for us until uh, the middle of. Well, I guess technically it's already the middle of July, yeah. but I'm two weeks off. Sorry, friends. Yeah, it'll be it'll be okay. We'll probably get through this, um, and hopefully, hopefully, when we come back, we'll have some shiny new prospects to talk about. That would be fun. Huh. I love you, Tigers. Be be good. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can. On Twitter, I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at ComericEric. And the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino4. Eric is at ComericEric. Uh, have you posted anything other than the picture of Johnny Kane? Uh, and my hot dog with lots of ketchup on it. Ah, it's disgusting. It's, mm. it's really funny ketchup. that you're the one with the Johnny Kane pick on your feed, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so tweet him when he changes his hairstyle. Uh, Trying to help the cause, Hall. <laughs> Facebook.com backslash podcastianos. Uh, and we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. Speaking of, before we get out, uh, I always ask if you have anything else to talk about before we get out. Realistically, taking a look at the Tiger season, is Johnny Kane the MVP of the first half of the season from a fan's perspective? No, Hall, stop. No, let the poor man. He's getting a re- personal protection order. Who has been more entertaining in the Tigers' experience? Fulmer. Okay, that's one. That's one baseball uh, player. Uh, I don't uh, Upton? Upton? Mm-hmm. JD? 
Uh, Shane Green, I don't know. He's he's Not. at worst fifth on the MVP voting for, for Tigers <laughs> personality first half of the season. Fine, all you win. Thanks. Um, anything? Do you have anything else to say to the people before we get out for for a week or two here? Dale. <laughs> With that being said, we will catch you guys in a couple weeks. And eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.